Good day, good night, good everything. Welcome to another edition of the Green Beige Podcast. As always, well, AJ is still not here, so we have Adam filling in. Today he will be the green. I'm Ken, I'm the beige, I'm the ever-present of the Green Beige Podcast, and we are thankful for you guys who are joining us in this week's episode called Injuries and Injured Eagles. Adam, how's it going, my brother? Man, it's just cool. It just keep it cool. It try to represent the A's on the side. Big up to AJ. I gonna hold it down for you until you return. How things with you, my brother? Well, things things are not too bad, you know. It's, we on this show we, we tend to end up with some first world problems, which is the technology sometimes fights us to give us what we need or what we want. But you know, we find a way to figure it out, and once we get it figured out, then we are good to go. So, it's true. Yeah, so right now, as for those who are accustomed seeing our podcast, well, Adam, he is over in lovely London, so it is early in the morning for him, whereas it is regular daytime or evening time for me here in the mountain top. I reside right now, I guess you could say, in the center of the sports world if we are to take... Deion Sanders at his word, seeing as how oh, everybody turned up in in Colorado just because they want to be a part of what is going on down in these parts. But we're not here to talk about the buffs because if the buffs are good and the buffs are successful, then that, that is perfect. And if the buffs are not that good, well, we will see because we've got some big games coming up. But we, we will see. But so far, you know, Dion is asking everyone if they believe, and you know, it'd be kind of silly not to, at least so far what they've shown in these first three weeks. But we don't talk about college ball on here. If I try to talk about college ball, I would sound like I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't watch the college games. I would be here just literally spitting to the wind and giving you absolutely nothing. So we're going to talk about the stuff that we are accustomed to talking about which is the NFL as well as the well the regular football as well because there are lots of things that are happening and last week we introduced a new segment which we call Weekend Recap where I will provide some headlines created by yours truly and since I just have Adam with me this week he will tell me if it is cap or no cap and then we will we will discuss them as we go And then, once we've completed the weekend recap, we will then talk about his beloved Red Devils. As you can see, for those of you who are watching it on YouTube, you will see that he is wearing his Manchester United jersey. I will not wear my Arsenal colors to antagonize him because the conversation that we're going to have will be antagonizing enough as it is. So, Adam, we're going to get this party started with the weekend recap so the first topic of conversation is with regards to nick chubb for those of you who would have seen the double header last night this being streamed and recorded on tuesday and last night being monday night there was a double header on espn and abc for us for us here in the u.s where the new orleans saints went to carolina and we beat the panthers yes we beat the panthers and then in the second game, which was running 
some somewhat simultaneously. It was the Battle of the AFC North where the Cleveland Browns went to Pittsburgh to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. During the second quarter of that game, all pro and for some people the best running back in the league, Nick Chubb, well, he suffered a gruesome knee injury where we know for sure he is out for the rest of the season, but we have to wait and see if and when he may return because this is the second time that Nick Chubb has had an injury to that specific knee when he was in college. He had a dislocation of that left knee in which he tore all the ligaments in that knee. For those of you who don't know, your knee has three ligaments. It has an ACL, the anterior cruciate, the median cruciate, and the PCL, which is the posterior cruciate ligament. And he whipped up all three of them when he was in college. And we haven't received anything as yet to specify what ligaments have been damaged, but it is likely that at least one or two of those have been hurt. Again, I will not do any further speculation. We'll wait on the medical report to come out. So Adam, cap or no cap for the weekend recap? Nick Chubb, his injury is more significant than Aaron Rodgers because the Browns' season is now in tatters after his injury. So question to you, cap or no cap? That actually more difficult than the, 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 the question itself is actually more difficult than it may seem. More significant than Aaron Rodgers in the the Jets. I can call cap. Cause you you can't be more significant than what the Jets built up to this season. Like the Jets built this whole, this whole persona non grata. Everything is superb, honky dory. Oh, we are coming. Aaron Rodgers is here, so his injury is more significant than Nick Chubb's. For me. That being said, as a sportsman. I wish Nick Chubb all the best. I refuse to watch the replay of that of that injury. Up until press time. I didn't even say that. Up until Greenbridge press time. I checked up until minutes before we came on for that first topic and for sure to see if they had yet any reports, which means they're taking a while to scan that. There is no way uh, we have a very good colleague in the sports forum. Um, that we are part of, King Big Up Biggs, who also suffered an injury himself. His comment, and I quote, was, he shred everything in that knee. Again, um, as Ken said, there's, there's three ligaments in that in, in, in the knee. And the manner in which that injury occurred, I don't see him coming back next year either. That's as a sportsman, especially because it's damaged to the same knee that he hurt in college. I think it was in 2015 or 16 at Georgia. Georgia or Georgia Tech? Where we went? Georgia. Georgia. Right. Um, that being said, 
I also think the 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 Broncos. Yes, Nick Chubb is arguably the best running back in the game. You know, arguably. Uh, toted, widely toted, as such. Uh, but I don't think it will damage the Brown the. Browns? I don't think the, the the damage the Broncos as much the as Browns, not the Broncos. The Browns, sorry, the Browns, sorry, as much as Aaron Rodgers's uh, injury is damaging the Jets. <laughs> so I don't think it's more significant. Yeah. So the way how this question is is worded, it it calls for comparison, which. I did deliberately because this it, it is designed to make you think. Now, here are where the similarities lie in terms of these two players. Both of them are integral to the success of their teams. Nick Chubb is the main catalyst for the offense for the Browns. As the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is also the main catalyst for the Jets. When you look at the drop-off between them and the replacement, it is huge on both ends. Because the guy who replaced Nick Chubb last night, uh, what was his name? I will get it for you. Do not worry. Jerome Ford. Mm. If Jerome Ford was as good as Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford would have been on the field even when Nick Chubb was there. But there's a reason why Nature was playing almost every snap for these Browns. It's because he is that much better than his replacement. Now, when you look at what each team still has, even with the loss of this pivotal piece, both teams are still pretty stacked in terms of their skill position talent. We're the Jets now have to revert back to Zach Wilson. The Browns, they still have Deshaun Watson, but even with Deshaun Watson, their game plan is that they're going to run the ball like 70% of the time, and they're yeah. going to build their passing game off of play action. So, kudos to Jerome Ford if he can keep this going, because, buddy, it is your backfield now for the rest of this season. Good. And we'll see what happens next season but I also have to agree that it would have to be capped because we're looking at a running back we're comparing a running back to a quarterback there is no comparison in terms of their value on the field and everybody believes that the running back position is plug and play you you don't need to have necessarily a top quality running back to be able to make something happen but if you don't have a quarterback, you don't yeah, have yeah. a chance. Is literally like if you don't buy a lot of ticket. You don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. I mean, we can look at the Arizona Cardinals as a perfect example. They don't have yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. So, I would have to agree that this, this first one would have to be kept. But one of the things that I wanted to look at, and I can, I can probably put it up really quickly as I'm talking, is Nick Chubb's current contract because you know the, the running backs in the NFL they get a raw deal they, they work they're literally the workhorses for their teams they're the ones that 
They're strapping the yoke on their back and you tell them to go there and plow a furrow. And then, after they've plowed all of these furrows, you just take them behind the shed, shoot them in the head, and get another ox to plow the next furrow. <laughs> exactly. We don't, we, you don't see running bats getting these kinds of deals, especially the second contract. Justin of hashtag this Justin, who's, you know, family the show he also says that you don't pay running backs the second contract i personally don't agree because these men working way too hard to only have the shelf life of maybe at most four years because they're not getting drafted in the first one so they don't have that fifth year option and then you use them up and then you get another one it's it's, it's unfair from a humanitarian standpoint I understand the business side of it, mm-hmm. but I will always remember to like DeMarco Murray, formerly of the excuse me, Dallas Cowboys. DeMarco Murray had the most carries for many years in a contract year with the Cowboys. I think they, they, he had like 336 carries or some mess like that. He was the Russian champion that season. And they were like, yeah, thank you for your service. No, Next. here's the door. Exactly, and he was bring up another example. Be smooth, like be smooth. Mm-hmm. Be smooth was literally, all due respect to Russell Wilson, was literally a primary reason they went to that Super Bowl. Yep. Everybody and their mother believes that he was the call or the missed call as to why my Patriots ended up winning that said same Super Bowl. And the very next day, it was almost like, well, yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and you're like, what? Yeah, so I got to agree. Like, running backs, I don't think get treated right at all. Contractually. Mm-hmm. But that's a, dis- that's a discussion that I am interested to hear the takes of some of our fellow NFL aficionados. It's true. They have one perspective and they have another. That could make for a very spirited discussion here at the Green Beach Desk. So we can move on from, from Nick Chubb and let's let's look now at the broader picture as we've seen it so far in week two. So after two weeks, the American Football Conference, it looks a little strange. It looks a little, it looks a little weird. Because there are teams that you expected to be good that seem to be still fighting their way. And teams, well, yeah, we don't even need to talk about the bottom feeders necessarily. Because we got some rookies like Anthony Richardson who ran for two touchdowns this weekend. Mm-hmm. The team looked really good having him on the field. Then we had CJ Strode who also had a very good week. This week, so he, he scored like some ridiculous number of fantasy points, even in the loss. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, CJ Stroke, ooh, 30 of 47, 384 yards and two touchdowns. Congratulations to you, sir. You're not going to be playing against the course every weekend, but when you got, when you got kick, you must eat, eat it. <laughs> but we don't, you know, we're not going to waste time talking about what's happening at the bottom of the conference. 
our focus is always at the top. And at the top, well, my old football coach used to say, to be the best, you have to beat the best. That's right now, the best is still Kansas City. Or are they? So I don't cap or no cap. The AFC still runs through Kansas City. The Chiefs have been sluggish, but they are still the best team in the AFC. No cap. AFC still runs through Kansas City, B. Don't mind our blunder for first game. Don't mind. And, and furthermore, second game, okay, cool. Yes, as you said, Greg, they, they, they're sluggish, but they win. Which makes them dangerous. Any champion in any sport that can pull off a win while not playing their best is very dangerous. Notice what he says. Any champion in any sport that can pull off a win while they're not at their best is very, very dangerous. Because when you get them, then by the time they motor up, and develop a momentum and what's not and there's two games in let's say by week seven yeah let's say by week seven and their record it has two losses in the column yeah so five and two Bruh, and and they know in form that's death for everybody <laughs> travis kelsey no waking up to by the way that's the travis kelsey that we were so worried about for hyper extending his knee Ah uh, yes, Tyreek Hill and them Dolphins looking phenomenal. But again, it's only week two, and they're looking phenomenal. And the champs at one and one. You still got to go through Kansas City to come out of that conference. So I am sorry. Ain't nothing different in the AFC that tells me. Ignore and shoot Kansas City I party my whole boy <laughs> Straight <laughs> See so I What I needed to do for this one for myself right To try to figure out where I landed on this question I needed to go and take a look And see Where these other contenders Are currently situated mm -hmm. So when we, when we look at The divisions there's some divisions are easier to call than others. The Chiefs being the number one seed last season and being the number one in their division, they're playing a first place schedule, which means that any teams that they play that are not within their division or the other division that they play, because just to help you understand how the schedule is constructed, so your team plays each team in your division twice. Right. Then the NFL schedule makers give you another division that you are going to play against that season. So you will play those four teams once each. So you will have two games at home, two games away. Then they're going to pull teams from the other divisions to make it the rest of your schedule. And when you're pulling these other teams where you finished the previous season will determine the standing of the team that you play from those other divisions. So for Kansas City, who finished first in their division, they were playing only first place teams. 
from everywhere else. So playing against the AFC South, which is where Johnsonville is, they would have mm-hmm. to play the Jaguars because the Jaguars won that division last year. For that, right. from that regard, they will also then have the toughest, one of the toughest schedules of everybody. I was about to say. Yeah, they're going to have one of the toughest schedules of everybody in the league because they, they're going to be taking the best punches available based on the results of last season. So they played against the Jaguars. They, they, they only, put a, only put up 17 points against the Jaguars. This is coupled with the sloppy loss that they had last week. Against the Lions. Against the Lions. So when you take those things into consideration, it's like, what's really going on here but then you look at the other teams the other contenders all right so the Bengals who has been the team that's given them the most trouble especially in the regular season over the last couple years is on two and their quarterback Joe Burrow much to the chagrin of many a fantasy team is not playing very well so yeah so so this is so the Bengals the Bengals are in trouble. Then you look at the Ravens. The Ravens are still trying to bet in this new offense. They too have not been playing especially well, but they're 2-0. They're finding ways to win. So you, they can't be discounted. You look at the Bills. The Bills did not play well at all last week, but they turned up and they stomped the crap out of the Raiders. Josh Allen started to look like Josh Allen again, but he's also giving the ball away at a prodigious clip. So, like Josh Allen, <laughs> yeah, like Josh Allen. So, can we then say that we trust the Bills more than the Chiefs? I guess you really can't. We have established that there's nobody in the AFC South. So then, the the, the Chiefs are in the West. You don't trust anybody more than them in the West. That just goes, it takes us back to the East now, where is the Dolphins? We just spoke about the Bills. It's the Patriots that we don't really need to talk about because the Patriots' offense looks. Um, yeah, that, so. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, we can just move yeah. on. Yeah, just, <laughs> we can just move on from, from the Patriots. Yeah. And then when the, the fourth team in that division is the Jets, who just lost their quarterback. For the rest of the season, so we, when we look at all of the other squads, and then you remember that in the months of November and December, so September and October, you can, as to your point, they're still getting themselves up to stride and and, and everything. When the, when the Chiefs reach November and December, they stop losing games. They just don't it, lose anymore. It's slaughter. It's slaughter. So from that perspective, then you can only really <laughs> then trust the Chiefs. Sorry, AJ. I understand that you we mentioned the pictures just now, but yeah. they're really close to home for you too. I understand. But, <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I try not to I try not to put too much on my my brother here because he got something coming up later on. We uh, get a chance to onboard our brother his soul. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, so again, like like what you said, I will have to agree that this too is cap. The AFC 
Well, sorry, it is not cap. The AFC still runs through Kansas City until we see otherwise. They'll have an opportunity to keep working with these young wide receivers and, and, and do better. Kadarius Tony should not be a net zero again, like how he was last week. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how it, he was just out there to get a fitness test, obviously, because he wasn't out there to catch balls. What did he do this week? What did Kadarius Tony do this week? Did and while you were looking for that, since mm-hmm. you was talking about the schedule, listen mm-hmm. to the Chiefs' next five games, yeah? Mm-hmm. Vikings, sorry, the, the, the Bears, the Jets, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Dolphins. The Chiefs win it four of them games before Easily. they get to the, to the Dolphins. Yeah? Yes. The Dolphins mm-hmm. are 2 and 0. The Chiefs, uh, unless something dramatically goes wrong, the Chiefs <laughs> win four of them games before they get to the Dolphins, which mm-hmm. is is enough time for them to build our momentum to get to said same Dolphins. The Chiefs is still a problem. The Chiefs is a big Correct. problem. There's no way that the, that the ball's still in running through the. The, the, the Chiefs when it comes to the AFC. Correct. So, Kadarius Tony, he had one carry for three yards. He had five receptions for 35 yards. So, six mm-hmm. receptions, 38, 38 yards total. But one of the things that lets you know that this Chiefs offense is still a work in progress, 11 wide receivers um, caught a pass this week. 12 receivers oh. were targeted. Wow. Yeah, I, the thing about it, I didn't, I didn't even clock that it was eleven. But what I did know, and and it was noted by the commentary, is that I remember at one point it was like Patrick Mahomes is really rotating the football, like everybody getting attacked. I was like, all right, cool, which shows me that he, he, he kind of like scoping his options. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's trying to see who he can trust. Yeah, let me see who he can trust. Uh, going forward with this ball, and then then when he when he do need a big player, obviously we get a Travis. <laughs> like, <laughs> we get a Travis. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. <laughs> Just need a score here. We get a Travis. You need this drive. You need this down. We get a Travis. Don't worry about it. But then when we mm-hmm. push it out the field, let me let me get everybody a touch here, here and there, and so on and so forth. But I didn't even r- realize that it was eleven series. Big up for that. Yeah, 29, he had 29 completions on 41 attempts. I mean, the Chiefs really aren't running the football. They ran the football a total of 22 times. Um, so 22 runs to 41 passes, 63 plays. Um, so that's basically yeah, the third of the plays you know, Like, to be if you're on it. Mm-hmm. To be yeah. fair, they're not really a running team. But Sky Moore was their top receiver, three receptions for 70 yards. In terms of the yardage, but um, Tony had the most receptions with his five. And for reference, Travis Kelsey, he had four receptions for 26 yards. So we know, we, we, we covered the AFC. So then it's only fair that we, we left out by y'all and we come over by me, the National Football Conference, in which, well, right now, How things are you? shaping. Yeah, sh- things are shaping up really, really interestingly. Especially at the top. The bottom is the bottom. So we don't need to talk about the bottom. But when we look at the top of the conference, well, I'll just bring the question. I'll bring the statement. You can tell me if it's capital or not. We can't get the conversation off that way. 
The San Francisco 49ers are the NFC's best. They're the week two favorites for the Super Bowl to come out of the NFC. Cap or no cap? Cap. Mm. Cap. Okay. Tell it's me. Weak. It's weak. All right. And you know, I, I just always got to state my claim. You know, we, we come from Barbados. We, we come from, mm. from the Caribbean. So this is Green Beach, half Grenada, half Barbados, where we talk about farms in, sec in secondary school. Mm -hmm. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth form. Yeah? Cool. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the NFL, I like in third form in comparison to you and AJ being in at least fifth or sixth form. Yeah? <laughs> Shout out to Queen Man, another fifth form or what? I in third form. But I know enough about the NFL. I know enough about sport in general to know mm -hmm. it's week two. And too many of them teams in that NFC look very impressive, <laughs> including them annoying ass Dallas Cowboys. I, I like on a real, you cannot not watch the Cowboys and think y'all actually look good. You like, you like, y'all look to be a problem. Yes, we know this getting postseason and do a lot of foolishness and then dud and blah 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 blah. But we a long way for the for the postseason. Mm -hmm. One, two, all the promise that the San Francisco 49ers give. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I trust their defense yet. Personally, I don't. I. I don't know if I trust their defense yet. Who have the Niners played? The Niners have played the Steelers. Absolute trash or offense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The Niners have played the Broncos. Again, suspect. Or even, I mean, in, in comparison, in comparison to said same NFC, Cowboys, 2-0, yeah? Watch the break, beat the breaks off of the Giants, we know, cool. But, but <laughs> you know what I mean? The, mm -hmm. You got the Eagles, also 2-0. Beat the breaks off of the off of the Patriots, even though the Lady Patriots almost get back in the game. Let's let me just slip that one in there. I just had to ease that one in there. Big up AJ. You know? Um, let's not cast a blind eye to that NFC that have the commanders at 2 0. Also have the Falcons at 2 0. Also have your Saints at 2 0. Also have the musty Buccaneers. At two and all, yeah. So I'm mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not giving the Niners a pass just like that. Oh, you the NFC best? No, cap that, cap that, grip, <laughs> cap that. Yeah. So I mean, when I look at this one, though, right? Because this one, this is the one that hit a little closer to home for me. All so. Right. When they look at the San Francisco 49ers, their defense is... Well, you said that to you, their defense is still suspect. I think that their defense is still the better side of the ball for them. Because they don't have the names in the secondary, but their pass rush is a, is a problem without Boyd Nick Bosa. So when you take that into consideration, it is an issue 
the reason play why play the board yet. But, but, but you can't but you gotta play you gotta play who in front of you in the first two weeks of the season. You just see where you get cake, eat it. Yeah, yeah, you have to eat it. You have Let to eat it. Let me see that defense. Let me see that defense against when they coming at you. So but alright, okay. So so that is fair. But the teams that you mentioned that are two and oh, some of them have to be respected. And others, I believe, are a little bit fraudulent. Like the Falcons, oh, yeah. for example. Yeah. The, Falcons, the Falcons are full yeah. gold at this point in time. Nobody's expecting the Falcons to be a the team bus. to be reckoned with. Exactly. But, I mean, I smile when, when you when you call the bus musty because that would be my line. But for the last few years, you and your cohorts, the body players, making my division stink. No, no, we had we had condos. You were renting condos. You know, President Tom had us renting condos down in Tampa. You know, we mm. went and we delivered, and then then we move out. You know, and the basket continued to stick again. <laughs> Plus, yeah, right. I, I got I, I got a, 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 an additional level of um hatred, you know, for the for the box. So let me for serve it? and it coming fresh again. Okay, yeah, we can go revisit that at some point because I, I know why I can't stand the Buccaneers. It doesn't make the vision and the trash for the longest. But yeah, so I look at the teams that I look at the teams that right now are playing the best football right now in the mm-hmm. in the NFC. And as it stands, you would be hard pressed to find a team that is producing at the level that the San Francisco 49ers are on both sides of the ball. Because their offense looks like it hasn't missed a beat since last season. From the time Brock Purdy has been healthy, he's been throwing the ball all over the place. Christian McCaffrey is doing Christian McCaffrey things. Well, well. And and then they get scoreboard pressure on you and the defense is good enough then to harass the quarterbacks and carry them to the finish line. But when I look at the other teams that are still in the process of finding themselves, I have to give credit to the where credit is due to the Eagles because Thank the you. Eagles are still winning games. Thank still you. Still winning games, and Jalen Hurts he's not been throwing the ball around at the level that he ended last season at, but he's still throwing the ball around pretty consistently. He's getting his wide receivers involved. AJ Brown probably not as much as he would like because you know he was complaining. During the last game, yeah, morning. Yeah, but that's to be expected. If you use diva wide receiver, and in this case, I'm not using the word diva pejoratively, but if you're a diva wide receiver, you want to get the ball, you want to be able to produce. And when Devontae Smith is the one that's getting all the passes and scoring the touchdowns, my fantasy team thanks you very much. But your other wide receivers are not really feeling that great about it. So I get it, I understand. But the Eagles. They have time to improve. It would be remiss of me to come on my own podcast and don't mention my Saints. Because <laughs> last night was, I mean, it's only two games in. But if the Saints continued to play the way that they played for three quarters into the fourth quarter, we would have finished this game like we finished the last game, having not given up a touchdown yet for the season. We've only given up one touchdown so far, which came, I guess you could kind of say, in garbage time i have been raving about my secondary every, every time i talk about the saints defense i talk about the secondary which is 
This is, this is that just said that the secondary for the San Francisco Foreigners is saying, is saying how much, but then we'll come and tell me what he said secondary. But you know, but no, but the thing is, but no, but like I said, we in terms of names that you recognize, they can't pay everybody, they're paying a whole lot of people, so they can't pay the secondary too. So they're not gonna have big names on the secondary for San Francisco. But All right. they see us now. We got two cornerbacks that are currently on rookie deals still. And that is Alante Taylor and Paulson Adibo, who that one of them <laughs> Yes, that are playing very well. And to the point where last night, almost at no point in time, did we hear the name Marshawn Lattimore. Because nobody wants to throw in the direction of Mr. Lattimore. I'll pause that thought here to see what we have here in the comments. So, Ronnie, Ronnie, thank you for joining us. He said that he's still in primary school, where you say you're a third form. <laughs> AJ says that he believes, he believed in the Niners to come out of the NFC and they burn him. So, he's, they're not tricking him again. Fear is fear. See? So, then, then he, he backed you up when he said that <laughs> y'all moved out the day the retirement was official. Because nothing right. about them, them being the Buccaneers. Nothing. <laughs> Your boy Quincy, Kramer, he says that the QB player for the Fortnite is still too suspect. I mean, this is Brock Purdy's second season. So, he's going mm-hmm. to improve. We have to give him time to improve. But what he's what shown so far has been... <laughs> You guesstimating that he is going to improve. I, I don't think. I don't think you. Are you still in call Dallas yet? You know, you still in call Dallas yet? Like, and I, I, I don't even think you giving your Saints enough respect. Like, Derek Carr going down there and decide, yeah, this is Breeze Line. I I expected to operate at a certain level. Have this, and. His performance has been outshined by your defense in New Orleans, and 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 the similar to the to the Kansas City Chiefs, where they're not quite rolling yet. Philly ain't quite rolling yet, but and they got two wins. Yes, against the Pats, and the, um, I can't forget who who they played second, who they played this weekend. Oh my days! Uh, but like, where Philly's the, really struggling. The Vikings, the Vikings, which was a good game, by the way. Yes, it was a very good game. It was a very good game. Like, yep. it might, when Philly really start rolling, Philly's a problem. The, the Niners ain't getting, nah, I ain't, I'm an agent. I didn't, nah, nah, I gave them my trust yet. Nah, <laughs> I, I, I think that for me, similar to what AJ said in terms of the postseason play, that is where things always go a little askew. Because you know these head coaches, these head coaches is always you know just trying to make it about them. This, they always yeah. decide that they got to they got to do something to prove their brilliance, and that is when things just go wrong. Because look at look at them and Trey Lance, they gave up the farm to get Trey Lance, and then two two games into he being the established starter, you running quarterback power for a man that lighter than me. <laughs> quarterback power up against these 300 pounders and he breaks his foot I don't know I go figure go figure, <laughs> go figure. so I don't trust Kyle Shanahan 
especially when the, you start getting late in the playoffs, because he can find he can find a way, he can find a way to mess it up. And Dallas, well, we know Dallas does always find a way to let their fans down. Mess themselves up. Correct. So I mean, it's so early. I like I like the look of my Saints because we've done all of this now with without Alvin Kamara, who's still serving his suspension. One more game to go, and then he is back, and then everything will open up. And by then, I would expect that Derek Carr has more of a rapport with all receivers, which is already looking very promising. With Ali Shahid. When AK forty one come back, mm-hmm. all of a sudden now you gotta keep your eye open on left or right now. You see, it's like it's like all right, crap. It's like this man will hear now. So this this like mm-hmm. this like this like the walking grim reaper now. <laughs> like so and and the saints ain't give and the saints being stingy on defense. The mm-hmm. saints is a dark horse. The saints is a dark horse. Yeah. I tell people like saints. The Saints were winning 10 to 11 games this season. The Saints were winning my division. I see nothing. I've seen nothing so far in the first two weeks to put me off of my prediction. So yeah, I will I will say I yeah. am, but I, you 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 seem to have the ability to be the type of team that would cause a 49ers problems, that would cause a Philadelphia problems, mm-hmm. that would cause the a Dallas problems because in the couple of games we've seen so far it kind of been floodgates open for them boys mm-hmm. whereas the player gets a stingy team i ain't know if them men picking picking the fine margins yet I, I i don't see it yet so like yeah nah nah Niners, nah, nah. <laughs> and then the one the one last statistic that i will leave you with on this topic before we move on in relation to my saints because they mentioned it in the, in the game last night against Carolina. The Saints right now are blitzing quarterbacks at the lowest percentage of every team in the league. We're getting home with four. And sometimes with three. Which means we're dropping everybody else behind the ball and you don't have those spaces to work with. We are not we are not CU Boulder. We are yeah. running our, our linebackers are 10 yards off the ball so you have underneath throws and our cornerbacks are good enough to play up on you and make you have to earn every inch on that field i'm very excited for what my saints are doing clearly clearly all right adam so i mean we we had some fun so now this is this is where now we 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 can frame up this now like the confessional booth i will be father griffith uh, I understand that you have something on your heart that you need to, to, to unburden here with the folks because your beloved Manchester United, we, we talk about the NFL, we on to football now. Your beloved Manchester United are having the season from hell. I would say that this is where all of your sins are coming back to roost because your team has put out more statements this season that you have wins. You have wingers in all different types of doghouses currently. And if I will borrow 
a statement from another chat, another uh, WhatsApp chat that in your coach is a liar because apparently he's getting the press conferences and tell a whole lot of lies. Your Red Devils currently sit 13th in a league of 20 teams after five games. And at the time of this recording, you are headed to Munich tomorrow to play against the German champions Bayern Munich. What is going on with Manchester United, sir? That you you done? I told I don't you that. Introduction. Nah, you go you you can. I don't you, you, I, I give I giving you the floor. There's so there's so much more you can say there. Uh, <clears throat> I could put more put pressure, and it still wouldn't be as much pressure as my club got on me. Let me take off my glasses because <laughs> if I if I apologize to the to the listeners and the viewers out there from the the king's country and the country of joe biden and anywhere else who may not understand my major accent from now on you notice that i've gone a little bit softer in my monotone because you just try to maintain calm so that your blood pressure don't burst the few capillaries or veins or vessels that you have when you back the teams that i back we was just talking about the NFL, so you know about the Patriots. You can check them record. When it comes to cricket, I'm a West Indian. You don't have to say much more there. That's true. When it comes to the to Formula One, I bought Ferrari, even though Lewis Hamilton is the greatest thing to ever touch a steering wheel, and that is my boy forever, ever. Amen. I bought Ferrari. You can check them record there. Just pull off a little bit there, praise the Lord. <laughs> and when it comes to when it comes to basketball, I'm an LA Laker. We all know them trials and tribulations. But when it comes to this, the beautiful game, I support the greatest club on the face of this earth, Manchester United. The most loved club on this face of this earth. Because if you don't love us, you love to hate us. And the haters are having the best possible time they possibly can being the fact that we normally start leagues or seasons relatively sluggish that's traditionally a united thing if you you can check history still no excuse for the absolute drubbing we got against brighton a team that is valued at just over 16 million pounds in total or the wash off we get at the hands of the Spurs after dominating play. The musty Spurs, as my AJ and um and Ken would call him. That's probably the only loss that they did not celebrate against us. Um, that we had. And yet we came away with, from that game with nothing. Um, and then there was the Arsenal game to which I believe we get a bad decision against us that changed the game completely, but still left remote. Ring from the Emirates uh, tree one. You ask me what's going on with my United as I march in to the city that Hitler once hailed against the Boravian Giants, where I can't even beat the Gunners who bottle a season, the Spurs who can't win a trophy, 
and Brighton, who are worth nothing more than 60 million against Bayern. Uh, I hope that my coach carry enough vastly <laughs> for what is about to happen to my behind tomorrow. <laughs> Manchester United has everything going wrong with it right now. And yes, we can continue to blame the old teeth in. I make no mistake for them. They could call call one of the lawyers and tell them, call me Malcolm Avram um, Glazer. Because y'all have ripped my club beyond recognition. But the fault isn't only at you. Eric Ten Hag, who is a phenomenal coach, who has shown that he has what it takes to take my club even further than Ole, who inherited it from a Jose Mourinho so-called winner, who trimmed it, and Eric taking it further, has still some prima donnas in it. But I don't mind that liar commentary about what my coach saying. My coach has to protect his, his players and his team, and it's not the worst I've heard from coaches. Um, I would like him to be a little bit more forthright if, 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 if I can call it that. So that's all we can say about that. That uh, layered um, um, last day. But let me break it down analytically. I got two players who went court. One who I had a sending, sent on loan. And one who in Brazil, all know. That same one that in Brazil has flattered to deceive thus far in his tenure at United. Cool. No problem. And speaking of Brazilian, the game-changing, team-changing player that is Casemiro seems to be a shell of himself so far this year. But again, don't lay blame at him either. The Bruno that loved to get berate by everybody is still actually one of the best midfielders in the Premier League simply because of chances created simply because of chances created yet i don't know why he don't like to take games but he's scrapping that but i blame him he neither because if i creating chances and men not putting them away it can't be my fault and speaking about putting them away i don't know who can teach marcus rashford as much as i like him and big up apple um as much as our colleague apple in the form that we in um like to cast marcus rashford somebody need to teach marcus rashford to play a little bit uh, a level above by primary school football and pass the football where he need to pass it dribble where he need to dribble it and run past me where he need to run past and most of all most of all if there's one thing i would like eric ten Hag to do is to cuff marcus rashford around the head for the same thing he cuffed uh, Martial wrongly head for because he does not work off, not off the ball when we are out of possession. That's just a fact. Be that as it may, we have had severe injuries to contain. Well, no, not necessarily severe injuries, but a severe hit of injuries. Varane has been out. Martinez just coming back from from a big one. Hoyland we bought. He was he come hurt. Armbat still ain't play yet. I'm excited to see he still ain't play yet. Um, 
Um, I forget Wambasaka just, just we, we just hear Wambasaka gonna be out for a couple months. Um, Luke Shaw is out. He's been out. So everything going wrong at my club right now. Like literally. Erickson is 197 years old. Um look, Quincy, even say you need to take the pressure off me, we still above you in the table. Only by one point. We still above you in the table. Just cool it. <laughs> yes. Like all the promise we had. All of the promise we had. Everything has seemed to gone wrong. I don't know what kind of statement that was on on, on, on Mason Greenwood. And then to say, well, yeah, we still don't really want you. Um, that has cost United fans. One of our dear fans, my cousin, you know that game. Mm -hmm. Uh then the statement on 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 Anthony, weird too. Then the statement on Jaden Sancho, that ill ill disciplined boy from South London. If I see a boat here in South London driving that big Range Rover SVR that you like to drive through Peckham, if I see you, I can stand up in the middle of the road. Good. I want somebody to record that for a hot tape. Because my, everything that is going wrong with me, that can go wrong with your club, is going wrong with mine. And yes, we only five games in. And yes, we just normally start the season sluggish. But I, I so can't see the, like I said, I can't see the horizon. I, I, I can't see it. It like it cloudy, just like English weather. With the rain coming, with hailstones in it too. We in a group that tricky in the Champions League. Gotta play Bayern first in the Allianz Arena. We about to get raped. If we come away with a point tomorrow, I can celebrate like if we win the whole damn thing. Like I I I don't know. I honestly don't know where to go from here. We've had a few bright sparks, Hannibal Medjbri. You know what I mean? Like, had good signings, but where we going from here? Where, where, where are we going from here? Like, like, like we had this trainer had DHL on it a couple, uh, uh, a few seasons ago. You might as well put me in a yellow box in a package, put me in a van and send me, send me to play <laughs> Jersey. Huh? Send me no. Send, send me no. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what comment you gonna say. I got two more things to say about you, like that. But I want you comment. So it would be remiss of me if I sit here and say that I'm not enjoying all of this. No, all you. Be like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I would, I would legitimately be lying if I said that I am not loving this. Because, not so long ago, my Gunners were having the world of problems, world of trouble. Not so long ago, we had who, our good friend Kurt, friend of the show, regularly in the comments, mm. and call him Mr. Good Evening. We have Mr. Good Evening as our head coach that I was on record saying I never wanted. Yeah, it's fine. But That's I fine. was going to back him because we had because he was the manager until he proved himself not to be worthy of my support. And that day did come. And when that day came, I called for his head and he called for his head until his head was cut off. And I 
also was on record when the Arsenal hired Mikel Arteta. I said I did not want him either. That's right. I have, I have long recanted that position because why would I still be hating on a coach that is making my team better and, is, and has also made my players better? But we got a lot of state, we got a lot of talk, and then Arsenal, they've been continually improving. I don't think I didn't, I missed the little jab that you threw when you talk about we bottled the league, but that's, that's your perspective on the matter. My perspective yeah, is a little yeah, bit different. Yeah, we, we're not even going to bother to get into that, but when it like was happening right now, I don't, I don't, I don't jump on our bandwagon of. Hey, 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 like, like, like laugh and 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 watch on. I understood the I understood the reasons. I support United. It's not easy to win a league, especially when some a team like City chasing you down in God mode. You know what I mean? Like that ain't easy. But facts is yeah, bond. Don't don't watch face. Everything cool. Yeah, like I said, that's your perspective on the on the situation. Mine's is a little bit different. We, we will be splitting here, so now we will have to agree to disagree on that one. But you see what's happening here with your club? Remember you said this is your sense coming home to roost. I can't help but compare the two situations, right? Because mm -hmm. when Arsenal was, when we were riding high, yeah, remote was fun. We had a lot to say. I used to tell people that they used to check for terms of football because as far as it concerned, football done when ways to come. <laughs> and then I had to be content chosen for ball for a number of years. Exactly. I you you are over there in London. So you're gonna hear and see a lot more than I would. The fans that I associate with, we all kept our mouth shut. We put our heads down. We let people talk all around us because there was no retort. There was nothing that we could come back with because of how poorly we were doing. However, your Manchester United brethren have not figured out how to do that yet. You've been playing poor football for a minute. I say you, I say your brethren. I keep hearing people talk about the standard, the standard of Manchester United. Manchester United has not Manchester United has not lived up to their own standards since Sir Alex Ferguson retired. But we still know hearing about the standard as if the standard still exists. When Jose Mourinho was your head coach, no you wait. When Jose Mourinho was your head coach. And people were dismissing him for the poor job that he was doing, me included. But I was also laughing because I understood what that was doing to y'all. When Jose got and he gave one of his infamous rants about football heritage, looking at the current state of Manchester United, your fan base did not well some of them did not want to go against the manager while others were very offended because he said that your club was no longer as great as it used to be why 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 would it be offended 
That's an offensive statement. To, listen, because it's the truth. I've watched football long enough and observed Liverpool in the doldrums mm-hmm. for far longer than either of our clubs. And mm-hmm. resolute Liverpool fans would never accept anyone calling their club no longer the 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 of the stature that that they are that's hogwash you can't you can't say big club or less you're the manager of said big club the door for you so <laughs> you are you high diego forlan this week said i played four years at manchester united I didn't even know another club in Manchester existed. And he's talking about Man City, who has been easily the best club of the last decade. Easily. It, but it was a different time when Fortnite was there. That's not, that's, not, that's not the point. The point is, the point mm-hmm. is, City, as great as they are now, when it comes to club stature, I don't care what nobody says. There are a few clubs you call before Manchester City in England, far less yeah. you. You understand? That's for just sure. a, that's just a for fact. Sure. So you, as the manager of United, which is why I have to respect and back Eric Ten Hag, because from a disciplinary standpoint, he's trying to re-establish. Notice my wording. Mm-hmm. The standard that is necessary at united because even under a ole who should be very familiar with said since standard it's too much of a damn apologist this is where he had to go and then he had all his brethren in 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 media could not <laughs> then he wrong as much as i bought ole when ole do trash which was not for the time you tell hey you play garbage your tactics failing you ain't changing nothing like but no his brethren's in in media can't oh i couldn't i couldn't sat only because da, 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 da. no come out from here come out from here which is why i have to back ten hike when ten hike when ten hike would discipline a Jaden sancho for example for the type of for the type of behavior he's been going on with you just reference Charles ferguson and the standards that united have not just the football we played and the reason why i respectfully disagreed with you is because there have been waves moments pockets of time even where united has played the type of football that you like yeah so can we just build on this now can we can we just build on that which is why i spoke about the consistency earlier it seems like I still have too many prima donnas in my side. I play at United. I get pay one, two, three hundred bills. Sorry, bags. In England, a bill is a hundred. A bag is a thousand. So if I'm Marcus Rashford, I'm wearing the number 10 and I get 300 bags a week. And I just had the, the purple patch of the season I just had. Nobody can't really tell me nothing. No! Everybody could tell you something because you're playing garbage, dog. You're playing nonsense. You're playing foolishness.
So I somehow Adam, I your your audio just disappeared. As soon as you said that he was playing nonsense and everybody Hello, was playing. Yeah, Hello? no you're back. Yeah. No you're back. Don't worry, that's probably somebody that licked Marcus Rashford that that walk up my way playing or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. But what we're saying is is reason why you have to admire, for example, uh Arteta's Arsenal is because he's getting consistency out of the players. So even when even when you may not be playing well, you're getting a result or you're getting results. And 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 beyond that, nobody ain't really prima donna prima donna like shining. Like so like nobody in like if I'm Bukaya Sako or I am Martin Odegaard, like I just I just been walked through this game because I am I am him. No, you ain't do nothing yet. You ain't do nothing yet and too many i still got men in my side that you can see that especially when we play poorly which is what which is another reason why i don't like when people lash bruno because even when bruno playing nonsense the one thing he don't stop doing is trying the one thing bruno do not stop doing is trying and cussing men for playing nonsense or or, or giving away the ball here or there or not tracking back, or whatever the case may be. Notice I have not mentioned Harcourt Maguire. <laughs> notice, please notice. I have not mentioned because and it was for 30 seconds to mention that that debacle is a prime example of a collective amount of nonsense my club has been reputable for in the past decade purchased for 80 million pounds plays a bariffle of garbage guarantees own goals is a man that has cement in his boots and is the easiest thing to run past or dribble do not understand the, the tactics or the organization or the setup of a defense or to drive the football cannot understand how in god's name my club can turn around my club the greatness that is my club turn around i give this man the captain's armband and you wonder why ken can now come in here and make a statement of your sins coming home <laughs> to roost this is ingress of the highest order. We go and sing about Johnny Evans. <laughs> Jonathan Evans of Northern Ireland. For what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. Yes, we suffering. We can't get myself. <laughs> we the Glazers don't want a man come up I've felt so much money at my club and the Glazers and their greedy self will rather buy a man that half breath I can't get another club out in France run but can promise them a piece of the pie to be continue to milk and feed their American teams huh so they will hold and choke my club further like the carbon dioxide 
got the smoke of a muffler. Uh, I, 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 I am flabbergasted. <laughs> and it, it's, it's beyond hurt when I sit down and watch the nonsense. My, it, I, 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 the reason why I continue to back my manager, I could continue. I'm talking about Onana Nida. I'm talking about Onana because I can remember a time when we signed David De Gea and he got berated for the first season he was at United. The entirety of the first season, he turned to be one of the best keepers the Premier League's ever seen. Yeah? I'm berating Onana. Onana is, is one of the best keepers in, 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 in Europe. But when you play behind the likes of, well, hardcore ain't going to play. But you, you got <laughs> you got Varane hurt. Victor who like to give it the ball high. Um but I don't I don't really hurt him. Makeshift defense with men walking through my my midfield. Got Adam Lalana. The best thing about Adam Lalana is his first name. The only good thing about Adam Lalana is his first name. Daniel Welbeck, who cannot make his name at my club nor yours. Gone down to Brighton. Walk back in Old Trafford. In Old Trafford. I score a goal. In front of Stratford. Eh? In first half. Daniel Welbeck. And you wonder why we in. I I I I I don't understand. I can see what Ten Hag trying to trying to instill in the boys, you know? Like it's my club, so I, I watch trainings and, and, and them kind of thing. I got a One United membership. I just pay for it. I, I have X. I will not buy another home jersey until the Glazers left my place. Leave my place. But let me tell you, I can see what he trying to do. Bill from the back, not the football, etc, etc. And you got men in my club. I'm sorry for taking that time. But this is egress of the highest order. Huh? I, 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 I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what else to tell you. I, I want break down the, 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 the lack of, of putting the football wide. You, you talk about the standard of play uh, that was under Sir Alex. We play some poor football under Sir Alex. <laughs> we play some poor football. But everybody, everybody know it was win though. Win, like win. Now we we got goal behind. Man heads down. Bruno screaming at man. Marcus Rashford pulling at his pants, showing man he tattoos. They mean like like. <sighs> what you want me to do? Dallas, da, Diego Dallas skating from here to Bristol, Marco. <laughs> what we do? What we honestly? Onana, Onana cussing. Onana cussing and clapping. He hardly like he's singing Rihanna song to his name. Onana. What we do? What we do? What we do? What we do? On a real. On a real. Mm. I, 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 I think, I think, honestly. The, the it is the, the, the night is darkest before the dawn. And we thought that darkest night was Louis Van Hal. God have mercy. <laughs> after after David Moist. 
after David Moist, we had Van Hal. We thought that was the darkest night. Then we had Jose, the winner. Yeah? The winner. Yeah? So we thought the darkest night was he. After all, they come and breathe some life in. And then we went off that cliff too. <laughs> you know? But I can left you with this point here. Remember when we was talking about the NFL, you talked about the next few games? I like to project things. I love to project things. Love to project things. Back in United, Manchester United is one team I support that I rarely project things. Because if there's one, you could talk about we being lucky over the years, we being fortunate. These winners get away with some just like any other winner do. Yeah? But my, my United like to make things over hard for like even under Fergie, it's like we find the hardest possible way to do something. So I don't really project when it comes to United. But let's look at United's next five games. We got the Boravians tomorrow. Well, today for me. So mm -hmm. right now, Freddy Krueger knocking at my door. <laughs> Then we got to go to Turf Moor and face that Burnley side. Yeah? And the Vassal Company. Then we got to host Crystal Palace in the third round at Old Trafford. That's the Crystal Palace that BB at Setsing Old Trafford last year. Then we got to play the same Crystal Palace again at Crystal Palace, at, at Old Trafford, sorry, in the league. Yeah, in the same week. Good. Then we got to entertain Galatasaray. Fred coming back home and sets play. Old players like to score against we. <laughs> you can bet something happening there. Yeah, in the Champions League. Then we have to entertain Brentford. By the way, that's the Brentford that at this same stage of last season, right around the corner from where I live in the community stadium in Brentford, right around the corner. I get in my car now and drive 10 minutes. I get to 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 to, to, to Brentford Stadium. Yeah? 10 minutes from here. Give us a warm 4 0. <laughs> so you tell me. You that enjoy this. You can't go my friend. My friend. Francis we Francis we was in Kennedy Sava School at church. You can't go for tell me. How I is to feel as a <laughs> You tell me. Huh? If I is to feel Well, there's 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 no way really you can look at those faces and feel confident because your team has not been playing well. And with the the shift defense that you've been putting out there for the majority of these games because of the injuries or injuries that No, occurred, don't do that. Don't do that. I can do that because when you was losing to me, Amar decided, my I can't have my something going wrong here. I can sit up on the ground and I can call for the sub. And then two days later, was the Argentina training, smiling very big and giving it a thumbs up. So I don't know what to call no, that. The Hanko Granato. <laughs> I called the name. I called the name for you. What Alejandro? It was like a hat. It was like a hat. It was, it was, it was a Martinez. Martinez. It was, it was your. 
it was your it was your little butcher that was supposed to be the hatchet mafia bot like that. They say they just say, is it this one? This one working for me. I done. I done. You know my man, you know my man, you know, you remember Jimmy Brooms? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. My man want aka drugs, aka schoolmate, aka the provider. Mm-hmm. Is, now we are Brazilian fans. We Chamado Brazil. He's an Argentine. So mm-hmm. you know he caught a hook, caught every work up. He's also a United fan. When Martinez did that, he messaged me. I said, hey. Martinez said, I don't want to say I got Argentina football to play. <laughs> I got football. Ah, kind of here, man. Kind of here. Huh? I, I should add that in a month's time, I got the same God mode city to play, you know? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I almost want COVID to hit again. So I did. <laughs> <laughs> Huh? Oui. United, United, United poor man. United United real poor. Real real poor right now. Oh, boy, I have I, I have spent the last twenty minutes laughing. <laughs> and you have brought tears to my eyes tonight. Woo. This my, is great. And I refuse to buy, I refuse, I refuse to I refuse to, to blame my manager. Not blaming my manager. <laughs> Not blaming my manager. It's not that high for mm. not that too many too many too many too many like too many other factors because mm. i'm big up ronnie on this because ronnie made made this um this 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 comment in, in one of our forums uh he said when he said we could all blame the manager for not for for bad re- results yeah but at that level in any sport at that level Manager should not have to teach you how to play football. Manager can't. Manager teaching you how to play football. If I got to teach you how to play football, game reserves. Nah, you're ready for this. You're not ready for this. You know what I mean? So if I can't tell you, listen, you need to make three passes here before you advance, and you can't string three passes together. Nah, nah, I can't be manager for it. Go be, go back players, man. Fair go back players. Fair point. But I will not torture you with this any longer. We can, we can leave it here for tonight. I appreciate it. Thanks, yeah, So, Of course. I, I will always give you an opportunity to unburden your soul. So, tell the folks where they can find you, Adam, before we, we shut this shot for today. Man, you can find me on Twitter, Bolosfo005. I've been getting bombarded in the last week or so over the said same United. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram as well, Jean-Marc. Underscore Maximus, um, and obviously I always have to big up uh, Green Beach. Look for something coming from me soon called Man On. Uh, uh, fans' perspective, we go big up Green Beach. AJ, hurry up and come back so that you don't have to endure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always a delight and a pleasure to be here. Um, and make sure you like and subscribe these boys and push the game forward. Big up, okay. Of course, thank you very much, sir. We appreciate you being here with us. We thank you for your time. And, <clears throat> you know, not everybody would be willing to discuss their club when their club is not doing well. So we appreciate that you you stepped up to the plate to do that as well. For Green Beach, 
Well, as you heard, AJ, he is supposed to be back next week. We're also going to have another guest in as well. So you can join us again next Tuesday evening. It will be at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. Over Jeez. the pond in the King's Country. So, yeah. Um, as always, you know, look out for the um, prime time pick'em as well. Get your picks in. There's, there's going to be a prize at the end of the season. We're going to keep you updated on that as well. So, for this week's episode of the Green Beige Podcast... That was Adam. He's for the name for AJ. So today he is the green. I am Ken. I am the beige. And we will see you next time.